Well, Joanna, it's 2020 now. It sure is. New Year, same old Stranger Than podcast. <laughs> no new Nate? No. Still no. the same? No, the same old. What about you? Oh, yeah, I'm for fucking sure the same. Right. I have not changed at all. And we're going to keep discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. Aren't we? We are. Goddamn right. We are going to keep on doing that. Damn (laughs) right. And this time, we're going to talk about a town, a strange little town. It's the town of Black River Falls. It is located in the northern area of Wisconsin, Jackson County, Wisconsin was home to the Native American tribe called the Ho-Chunk, or Winnebago. The descendants of these folks are a part of two tribes that are recognized by the U.S. government. Those are the Ho-Chunk Nation of Wisconsin and the Winnebago Tribe of Nebraska. Hmm. Did you watch the documentary on this? I did not. Okay. Well, I have to say that it showed some pictures of the Native Americans that were from the area. Especially during the time we're going to talk about. Going to go back a little ways here. But I noticed that there were several of them that had smallpox scars on their face. Oh, Jesus. And it was just like hideous. Just kind of like, oh, man. Fucking already, smallpox. Already just totally marginalized and treated like total shit. And then also you had smallpox. and I mean, they survived it, which was kind of a miracle. Better than a lot. Yeah, because amongst the native population, I mean, smallpox is just it's like Decimated, in the 90s. Yeah. It was in like the 90s, the mortality rate. Didn't have the history with it. So, yeah. 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 So that happens with a lot of things. Like, some, have you heard about like there's been like eight people that have died in Samoa of the measles? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Because it's just made its way there now because of. People are just... Enough anti-vaccination people yep. not vaccinated, catching measles and spreading it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's something that it's really hasn't been passed down and exposed to it right, generation right. after generation after generation. They're not able to take group. the take yeah. the measles punch like you know yeah, someone like of you European could, descent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so terrible. When was the town established? Eighteen fifty-four. Well, it started out. With a sawmill in Mm -hmm. 1818 to 1819. However, the more notable start to the town came in 1839. It was founded by a guy named Jacob Spalding, who ran either the same or a new sawmill. This was a lumber town. Spalding Sawmill. When the Mormons were looking for a place to live, they found themselves here in 1842, but left shortly after the assassination of Joseph Smith in 1844. Where was he assassinated? Down the Utah? No, they had yet to get to Utah. I don't believe Joseph Smith ever saw Utah. Oh, did he not? I okay. don't remember where he was killed. I'm not good on my Mormon history, clearly. <laughs> but it was someplace, he was shot someplace in the Midwest, I believe. It's fine. He wasn't overly nice to women and children. Sort of right. No, bad in a bad way. But, you know, a lot of people were. Yeah. I mean, a lot more than now, I would say. Or yeah. at least now it's less It's hidden okay. better. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. From a legal standpoint, you're not yeah. supposed to do it. Regardless. Uh, in 1860, 
the town burned down and was rebuilt the following year. In the winter season of 1873-4, the natives were sent off to Nebraska, but most of them just came back. The U.S. Army would head back, round them up, and again take them to the relocation point, and they would just head on back. I think this eventually became fine, well, because... The government gave all, up. Well, yeah, and yeah, we decided, like, yeah, we're not going to keep on uh, forcibly putting people back on the reservation. Right. Like, let's not do that. It was another part of this documentary that just was so upsetting to me because it's like, the local natives don't give us much trouble or the local Indian tribe doesn't give us much trouble. They just kind of keep to themselves on the outskirts of town. It's like, yeah, I bet, because they're just trying to, like, live their fucking life whatever fucking is left of it yeah no shit after the decimation of their culture by uh the 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 widespread decimation of their culture and those like it by the white people it's like they didn't put up much fuss and when they had to be when they were taken away and then they were encouraged to leave was how you put it oh yeah yeah encouraged under armed escort but eventually they came back and just kind of hung in the outskirts of town and didn't bother anybody it's like oh well how nice for you yeah, like they, I get, you know, that was the nor the that way of thinking was the norm back normalized, then, yeah. yeah. But it's just it's awful to look back on and just be like, oh my god, how terrible. And so what the government did was they gave them homesteads, hoping they would make them more American, even though they were American before America was America. Right. Today, Black River Falls is where the Ho Chunk Nation Ad- Administrative Center is located. In addition to the resettling Ho Chunk. German and Norwegian settlers ended up here as well. Yes, those were the ones who, I guess, were talked into coming out there the most because a lot of the 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 land out there was pretty useless, but when they buy it, they talk it up a bunch. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, land of plenty. You're going to have a great life if you go out to fucking northern Wisconsin. It'll be awesome. It'll be so awesome. Weather is beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, when actually it turned out to be really worthless land and there's no employment to speak of except for like the mills. Right. Which end up closing at some point. Yeah, they they all shut down and there's kind of like a finite, there's like a depression of sorts. Yeah, this, well, not, we'll get into that. It's not just a depression of sorts. (laughs) Uh, So this sounds like a story that could belong to any number of towns across America. Yeah. And it's probably the story of many towns across America. I'm sure. But that's not what we're talking about, this little town in Jackson County. Another thing that was going on around this time is that little depression you were talking about, the worldwide recession known as the Long Depression. Oh, I didn't even know there was one of those. Yeah, this was called the Great Depression before the Great Depression. Oh, I didn't even realize there was a whole nother one. It began in 1873 when silver prices pretty much bottomed out. If I understand correctly, stock exchanges closed around the world and shit was generally bad. In 1879, the United States was able to recover. However, there wasn't actually any real growth until 1896. Well, if you think about it, there was the whole Civil War that was right before that. I'm oh, yeah. sure that fucked with... Not worldwide as much. It wasn't I mean, worldwide, that didn't help but I America. mean... Yeah, that was... But this was insane. a worldwide was thing. Worldwide. This fucked Europe. This fucked everybody. What caused silver to plummet? They just found I, they had too much of it? Or yeah, what? I don't know. There was... I read about it, and it was complicated, and I not really in the scope of what we're talking about, so I didn't 
really he goes super deep into, into the all long the depression. nuances of yeah. the financial standing of the world at the time and no. all, the, all the factors like that applied to it. I didn't. Okay. I know. Fuck me, right? Right. Just I, I apologize to you, you and I apologize to all of our listeners for my <laughs> jackassery. I couldn't find the original source of this quote that is from a newspaper reporter from the latter half of the 19th century. Quote, Nowhere in this great continent of ours can be found a more desirable residence than Black River Falls, unquote. Oh, yeah, I've got that quote, too. It, I thought it was out of the newspaper. Maybe. What newspaper? The newspaper was the Badger State Banner. Because I couldn't actually find anything linking that quote to anything. It was, it's supposed to be, I think it's Frank uh, Cooper. Frank Cooper was the editor of the weekly paper, the Badger State Banner. His One of son, the three. Yeah, his son uh, was also an editor. And a lot of the stuff that's out there about Black River Falls is from the book, Wisconsin Death Trip. Right. And I feel like, and they did a documentary that's based on the book. and Which came th- out several, like two decades later. Right. The book was 1973 and the documentary was 1999. Yeah. And the book is by Michael Lisi. The documentary was done by James Marsh. You can see the documentary on YouTube. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Wisconsin Death Trip is the name of it and the name of the book. And I'm sure you can find the book on Amazon. They had a lot of the sources that I think I feel like everything I looked at, like on the World Wide Web, was they they used all that as their source material because the guy Michael Lessie he went to the town he like looked at all the stuff on microfiche Roll, all the old yeah, records yeah. included all the old it. photographs yeah. that were in the historical society well, not all of them well, but some of them there was a shitload there was <laughs> there was, there was a shitload thirty thousand yeah and they recovered like eight thousand two hundred they recovered eight thousand of the thirty was restorable yeah from the guy the guy's what was his name charles his name was charles van shake Charles Van Shake. And all of the photos he took were between 1885 and 1910. There was 30,000 negatives on glass. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were able to restore 8,000 of them. And the author, I think, selected about 200 for his book. And the pictures are all super weird. Mm-hmm. They're like a bunch of dudes posing with deer heads. And no one's like smiling. Everyone looks a little crazy or just sad and well yeah. i don't really think that's uncommon because cameras were complicated you had to hold the pose for a bit it wasn't and it wasn't like one second like an art thing yet it was still more of an operation than an mm-hmm. artistic thing and so and then also people they were it was still fairly new i mean they'd been around for i guess quite some time at this point like i don't know 70 years or something but people weren't didn't know how to act in front of a camera. Nowadays, we have this ingrained knowledge of like camera etiquette. You kind of know what you're supposed to do. If someone points a camera at you, you know how to act. But right, if sometimes, you, sometimes I mean, whether you can pull really off, how you, I can. I can do a way better selfie now than I can pose for somebody else to take a picture of me. Well, you know what you're supposed to do. Whether you can pull it off or not, that's a different story. Right. I just, I don't know. 
I have some good picks and then I have some that are just like, oh, God, how awkward am I? How do I not know that this is what I look like when I'm doing that? Yeah, like, what the shit is my hand even doing? Ugh. Well, regardless of where the quote came from, it couldn't have been farther from the truth from 1890 to around 1900. It was a bad 10 years, let's say. Bad decade. The mines had begun shutting down in the late 1880s due to shitty weather. Imagine just rain, cold snow. It's even colder underground. Oh, yeah. It's Wisconsin. It's northern Wisconsin. That's That's really, really cold. That's some harsh winters there. The sawmills were shutting down, so the banks were shutting down. And back then, if the banks shut down... You lost all your money. People didn't have jobs. They didn't have money. And then there was also a diphtheria outbreak. Yes. So a lot of the pictures that are shown are like these little sweet babies in their satin their satin lined coffins. Like looking like a little cherub still, but they died of fucking diphtheria. Yeah, because that's the last thing their their parents had of them was this. Right. This, the fucking it's not picture. like today where we have tons of pictures of our kids. No, just, not at just all. Just because this was their only picture to have to remember them by. So they did do what were known as like death portraits or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's really sad. It was it was pretty common for the day. And even not it wasn't even limited to, to infants and children. Like oh, you, did no. it, you did it of your grandma when she died. You took a picture of it. And yeah. I would imagine that most of the deaths back then weren't as disfiguring as many of the deaths nowadays could be. Probably because a lot of it was by disease. And or, unless it's something that's like yeah. a pox, you're not really going to see a whole lot of evidence of it exactly. all over their body. Exactly. Not a lot of uh, car accidents and horrific stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was there was, horrific there was a horrific stuff, stuff but, but yeah, in a different way. Not, not by modern standards. Fifteen miles away, 24 kilometers, in Garden Valley Township, Wisconsin, is a cemetery called Billerbeck Cemetery. Mm-hmm. A sign on the cemetery grounds shows a different name, however. Diphtheria Cemetery. They have a diphtheria one and a smallpox one. Yes. Uh, this was thought to have been used in an outbreak in the late 1870s, situated out of the way so as to try to prevent the spread of disease. Oh, yes. The newspaper that reported in the area is called, as we mentioned, the Badger State Banner, also known as the Badger Banner or the Banner. It was a weekly newspaper published from 1868 to 1926. It was published in Black River Falls under three editors in its lifetime. The brick building stands to this day on 130 Main Street, and it's a law office. The cemetery is small, and there are some unmarked graves. It's believed that they belong to Henry Green's four children, as reported in the banner on November 22nd, 1878. Yeah, they died of diphtheria. Three died in one day and one the next day. He lost three on the 22nd, one the day before, and three within a couple, and the first within a couple weeks before that. Yeah, five children, like I think it was three weeks. Yeah, the first probably got it and then gave it to the mm -hmm. others. The other tombstones show that nearly all these, all those buried were toddlers, one with no age, one 13-year-old, and a 70-year-old man. You know, I went on a, when we went to Kansas once as, uh, I was probably like 12 or something like that, I remember we stopped somewhere, I'm not sure if it was in Kansas or Missouri or something, 
but we stopped somewhere and I can't even remember now if it was like my mom's side or my dad's side because they're both both their families were kind of around the same area. Yeah. I want to say it was my dad's side that my grandma Inez was telling me about it, but I can't that memory. It's just weird how it kind of fades. Right, right. Um anyways, it was a baby who died of some some whatever, you know, scarlet fever diphtheria who knows but she was so young that they just had baby on her grave there was no oh didn't even have a name it didn't even have a name or the date of birth or death it just says baby wow but i think i think it was my grandma and as just always knew about it yeah yeah the dates of deaths ranged from july 7th 1878 to the last september 28th 1894 As a result of the diphtheria outbreak, the school shut down. And some sources say that the houses of the victims were burned down as well to, again, help prevent the spread of the disease. There is one article that says for sure that at least two houses have been burned recently after the kids had died or the whole family had died. How scary of a time to live in when you weren't sure very, like, really about disease. Oh yeah, and when you it was a very common it, thing and you to die. Cure it, and yeah, and it was just something that happened because I just wonder how that must have been. I don't. You feel get like a fucking loved... cut, and you might die. Right, and yeah, kids had such a there was such a high mortality rate, and I wonder what that was like as a parent because I don't feel like you loved kids any less than I mean. No, I you just were stronger because you, just... you went through two or three. Yeah, if you, you were lucky, only that. It many. was. Not uncommon, though, to have lost at least one child. I oh, mean, yeah. And even, I mean, right around mm-hmm. this time is when Lord Carnarvon is in Egypt and he cuts himself, cuts cuts a, <laughs> right? a, a fucking uh, mosquito wound or a mosquito bite with when he's shaving and dies a few weeks later of sepsis. Well, that's because he was cursed, okay? But... No, that's know. because <laughs> medicine was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but Lord Carnarvon, what a guy. And love then his, love his house. Love his house. Yeah, it's a great great house. <laughs> it is a great house. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then there were the kids that either didn't get sick or got better. From what I've gathered from several sources, a 13-year-old and his younger brother, who was 10, shot and killed a farmer. Oh, is this John Anderson? I didn't catch the name, but they shot him once in the chest and once in the head. The kid's name is John Anderson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The 13-year-old kid's name is John Anderson. So he was an old man, not the the kid, obviously, but the dead guy, the, Mm -hmm. the farmer. He was kind of a hermit, I guess. And the boys wanted his insurance money. I'm not sure how they thought they were going to get that insurance money. Apparently, the rumor around town was that he hoarded it. He lived. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, his wife died. They, he had like a normal life. His wife died. And after she died, he went off and lived in, you know, just kind of like a shack and just was like kept to himself. And 
and everyone thought that he had all this money that he was just hoarding away. Right, right. And so when he was so when he was discovered missing, people went to his house and then once he realized he was murdered, like the bigger story was that everyone was like combing through his property trying to find his fucking lost his cash, portion. Right. So it's not and the boys shot so, at some of the cops too. Right. So, Didn't they kill one of them? Yeah, yeah, they shot a cop. But it's not that's kind of where he got the story from. Is like it was a big thing around town. Yeah, is that yeah. you know, old man whatever is sitting on a big cash fortune. Just, <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I wonder if the I never read anything that anyone ever found anything. I don't know if they found anything either. I know that they did eventually catch the older boy they did. and throw his ass in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah, he got life in prison. I don't know what they did with the younger boy. I don't know either. And I don't, I mean, I guess at this time, 13 is considered an adult while 10 is still a child. I don't know. Well, this isn't exactly the age of information. People just Fair dropped enough. off everywhere or never heard of. It's not like here where every little thing is reported and like recorded on the internet. Right. Uh, Yeah. There's also a case of a young girl, possibly 15, being an arsonist. Oh, yeah. Just for a bit of excitement, you know. Her name was... Uh, some say she lit her boss's barn and house on fire. Her name was Lydia. And she said that she had lit the fires. I think she was suspected of several fires of her former employers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she had a tendency to do this, light their barns on fire, light their houses on fire. She said she did it because she was homesick and bored, and the fires excited her. I'm feeling like this is more than just a little bit case of, like, homesickness. Yeah, I think this is like a, a case of being fucking crazy. Or being an arsonist. I guess it's like a sexual thing with them. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, so the excitement was in her loins. Basically, yeah. That's fair. There's also the story of the world-famous opera singer that moved to town. There's a few versions of it. Mm -hmm. she, had a, says, she had a companion. One says she started making Ouija boards and began eating live chickens around town. Another says that she went completely broke a month after moving to town and ended up eating chicken feed. What the actual probable story is is that the German-trained opera singer Pauline Lamond came to Wisconsin with her adult son to start a touring company and to perform an opera she'd written. It didn't work out so well for the pair, and they ended up going broke in Milwaukee. They headed the 192 miles, 309 kilometers, east to Black River Falls, where they settled into a life of poverty. For some reason, they were eventually both found to be insane and carted off to the nearby Mendota Asylum. For well, the I insane think, yeah, in 1920. She, oh, everyone went to Mendota. Did you know that Ed Gein was there for a time? I did not know you went there, although yeah. I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. It is the biggest facility in the area, and it was the closest, you know, to Black River Falls. It's also real close to Madison. And I bet it just sucked total ass to go there. Oh, it probably was fucking awful. Any asylum at the time was oh, terrible. Yeah. It was just basically just so a place bad. they would drug and torture you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you weren't crazy when you went in. You probably were when you went out, if you ever sure. went out alive. Yeah, which probably most of the time you didn't. Probably not. Now, some sources say she was released, while others say that she escaped. However, none of them really say what her son did. 
I even found online that she was an entirely fictional character, though I did see a photograph of who was claimed to be her, so I'm pretty sure she was real. She's in the documentary. The author of the book, Michael Lisi, said that he actually couldn't find anything on her in the news. There weren't any actual like news articles about her, but she her story was just known around town. Right, right. And so all the... And she's an actual human. Yeah, and she's an actual person. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think she was real. I don't think she was made up. I couldn't remember, like, if it was her son or just some guy she was traveling with that was younger. I'm re- I'm reading a book right now where there was like a like an older, not a, by today's standards, older, but like a single woman in her forties. Oh, right. Traveling and they're on the Lusitania, and. You know, she has like her kind of like younger like guy pal friend with her. Yes. So I was getting I was getting the two confused. Another story based around this opera singer goes that her son built her a shack based on the set of an opera she used to perform because he was the set builder, and he would steal cement to reinforce the shack so it wouldn't fall over. And then he also made Ouija boards. Hmm. I think they gave performances too. I think she did some performances at her house or whatever they were living at oh yeah probably apparently she was told it was some like resort property at like at the foothills of the mountains i'm pretty sure there aren't mountains in wisconsin there's probably hills but it it was it was one of those deals like kind of with the the immigrants coming in from germany and norway yeah yeah it's like, like oh, oh yeah no. hey you know buy this land out here it's really awesome it's great. It's, it's just like it's it's primo. It's just like living on the Rhine. Beautiful. Just gorgeous. It's a land of opportunity. And then they fucking come here and it just sucks. Sucks total sucked. ass. So I think that was what I that's what I gathered off of uh the documentary. Was, yeah. Was that that was how that came about. She kind of ran out of money and was sold this land to use the like the last of what she had to buy this land. <laughs> but was told it was like way better. And then just got just yeah, got fucked. Just got fucked. What do you know about the sixty year old woman with the rash on her back? Oh my god, just that she uh thought it was cancer and set herself on fucking fire, doused herself with kerosene and, and lit, lit herself, herself on, fire. on fire to try and rid herself of a sore on her back she thought was cancer. Because yeah. that's that works. Well, to be fair, she got rid of the sore. That's true. It was gone after that. And if she did have cancer, that was gone too. Or at least it just didn't matter anymore. Well, she was dead. so, (laughs) So, yeah. Another woman was erroneously thought to be dead, was buried. When I read this, I'm pretty sure I mentioned her in... My Buried Alive episode. Our, oh, maybe our, that was a Patreon one. It's a Patreon episode. I think it was like our second our one, second I believe. Second one, yeah. But I did a bunch of stories about this, but I remember it is because her fingers were half chewed off. Yep. And yep. I, I distinctly remember that. I'm like, oh my God, it's that chick. Crazy. Yeah, and really it was crazy. A thing that happened relatively frequently. And just that she had been, they referred to it as. She was in a trance, and I remember yes. that stuck out to me. I was like, oh, a trance. A trance. A trance. And so she was buried alive, and then, of course, after the fact, somebody fucking says something. Something happens to suspect that, oh, maybe that didn't 
happen or whatever. They they dig her up and her fucking fingers are half chewed off. The funeral director or or whatever was kind of known to be a hack. And so that's not something you should be a hack at. No. What the fuck? And so when someone was like, well, I don't know if she was actually dead and you suck at your job. And people were like, yeah, this is all true. Let's check this shit out. And so then they exhumed the, unfortunately, it was a body at this point. But yeah, she chewed off half of her hand. Just, oh, God. Just out of just freaking, just waking up and freaking out. And yeah, I, knowing you've been buried alive. Fucking, yeah. That is just fucking awful. That is just so bad. And I mean, how do you. Yeah, you should not be fucking that up. And what the hell is wrong with us as like a species? Do you notice that like how much we don't want to make a scene or say something sometimes. Yeah. This person's laying in their coffin and you're kind of like, she seems alive, but no one, everyone's just whispering about it, but no one actually says anything. Well, you don't want to be played. You don't want to be thought of as you a don't fool. Wanna, well, that, and you don't want to make a scene at the funeral, but then it's kind of eaten at you. So it's like, you know, five days later, you're like, you know, Kind of, I just, I'm pretty, she seemed kind of alive to me. Like, I didn't want to say anything at the time because then, you know, maybe somebody could have saved her, but. I didn't want to be a dick. Right. I mean, it's like, that's how much we don't want to be dicks sometimes. I mean, now we have the internet, so we feel free to be. Yeah. Way more We dicky. just don't want to be we dicks when people that. can see us. Right. I think that's still kind of a thing that we do in person. Yes. It's amazing, though, how much, yeah, we don't want to create a scene that this actually happened because people obviously had doubts. Otherwise, why did, why would they dig them up so often? Right. Just to exactly. check and make sure. Like, uh, and it's just like, Oh fuck. Not again. Not again. This always happens. Yeah. Because people like always notice and then they always don't say anything. It's just, it's just bad. <laughs> it is it's terrible. It's terrible. Hey, if you see something, say something. Right. That's right. That's right. If you're at a funeral, and someone doesn't look dead, maybe you see him twitch a little bit, say something. Say something. There was Henry Johnson. He was a farmer, an old bachelor. He cut off the heads of all of his chickens and then made a bonfire of his nice clothes. Because they were like, because like, and demons he, were possessed. He, like, well, no, then he burned the whole farm down. Because, right, because... Because they possessed the farm. The, the devil possessed the devil. The farm, yeah, yeah, it was Satan. This one was Satan. Yeah, Satan. Okay. Yeah. There was another one starving his cattle because of witches. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. This guy then took arsenic and died. Mm, well, the other starving cattle guy, I think, went to the mental place. Oh, yeah. He got Mendota. Mendota. You know, that's one thing about the documentary that is creepy as fuck. So they have all the pictures. It's like a slideshow, but they also do reenactments, but it's all in like kind of like black and white. Oh, yeah. It's very bleak looking. It sets the mood really well. But then the guy, I think it's quoting from whoever the, you know, doctor was at the mental asylum that did all the intakes, makes the, the log. It's like old Norwegian. He just like whispers in this creepy fucking voice that's just like it gets you it gets you but every single time it's about one of the people that got to the insane asylum it was whisper guy damn you know rattling off the details whispering out the details the horrific very, details yeah, i'm sure in just a very creepy manner it, yeah well done well done creepy whisper guy <laughs> a pig was seen being drugged into red cedar lake by a 40 foot 12 meter long reptile in 1890 
1891, a fisherman spotted a similar-looking creature. He claimed to see what appeared to be a serpent's body in the water, though he did not see the head. I did not know they had a giant serpent. Many folks in the area had seen this critter, one even saying that it appeared to have the sawtooth-looking things going down the spine like a dragon. So is this like, is this like the Loch Ness Monster? Similar. Some of it, what's her name, Bessie? <laughs> no. Uh, see, there's, there's a few. Uh, what, see, in 1892, a man named William Ward claimed that this creature partially ate five of the sheep. Partially. Partially. Gross. Ate. Oh, it's Nessie. That's the Loch Ness Monster. Yes. I was trying to think of her name. There are some traditions to water cryptids in lakes around Wisconsin. Pepe in Lake Pepin has root in native folklore. Lake Winnebago water monster is either a large serpent or a large sturgeon. And the devil's lake monster, Baraboo, also with roots in native folklore, are just a few lake denizens in the state. Hmm. So Wisconsin is known for its weird lake creatures. It's got some lake creatures, yeah. It's mm. got more than just lake creatures. There's more quite a few cryptids in Wisconsin. Great cheese, all right. Yeah, more than great cheese and football. Mary Sweeney was a schoolmistress who traveled around Wisconsin. Besides doing school stuff, she was also snorting cocaine and breaking windows. Well, you know, she said the cocaine calmed her nerves. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. What did the breaking windows do? Uh, I don't know, but it must have done something for her because, oh my God, fucking Mary Sweeney. She is my fucking favorite, dude. <laughs> this bitch freaking just broke like thousands of windows. Like $50,000 in glass, she said. And that is like, what? that's... Back then, that's in nineteen hundreds yeah. money. I mm -hmm. didn't actually do the. What you didn't do the, the fucking conversion. math? You didn't do the I didn't conversion into dollars and then euros. The fuck! I know. I dropped the Slacking ball on that all one over the place. But yeah, the documentary is great because it'll just have like all these different articles and like every so often. Like, all of a sudden, there's just, like, the sound of glass breaking, and it's like, oh, man, it's another <laughs> article about fucking Mary Sweeney. Mary Sweeney's fucking at it again. She was known as the Wisconsin Window Smasher. That's so crazy. It's just... She just freaking, like, just do a bunch of blow and then go around smashing windows and freaking out. Like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm edging closer and closer to Mary Sweeney's <laughs> Oh, test. yeah. It's just like it's starting to be like less of a thing where I'm it's like, you know what? What if I just started just freaking out, you know, bashing right. windows in all over the place and just being like, fuck you. Probably I would get arrested and that would suck and it would, you know, be a terrible thing. But sometimes I, I just feel like, you know, sometimes you like, can you relate. Know, what to are you her? looking at, motherfucker? You know, I'm going to break your fucking window and just well, lose my shit. Broken windows, $50,000 in 1900 today is $1,531,000. Dang, that is a lot. That's a shitload of windows. That is a shitload of windows. They, they were probably worth more just because it's not as easy to make windows back then. But windows are still really fucking expensive. My parents replaced like four windows and it was like $13,000 or some shit like that. Jesus. I mean Christ. they're really nice windows and all, but still it's like that's a fucking lot of money to spend on windows. fucking windows. Yeah, like yeah. what else I'd prefer to spend that on well, almost anything but windows. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's what being a homeowner is all about. <laughs> I guess so. A farmer locked himself in his barn, 
hollering about God until he said, here I go and the Lord with me. Oh, geez, this guy. He then lit a stick of dynamite, tossed it in a hole and lit. put his head in the hole. Put his Yeah. He, well, I mean, he basically like laid down it like his head covering the hole. Yeah. Yeah. With the dynamite under it. And it, that killed him. Yeah. It blew his fucking head off. <laughs> right off. Blew his head right off. Now. I do give him points for creativity. I know I yes. sound like a fucking asshole yes. when I no, say that. No, but honestly, but I mean, honestly, it's like that is one of the more creative fucking a ways I've seen to to kill yourself. It's very gruesome, but quick. Lay your head on a little stick of dynamite there. I guess you just got to be careful not to stick your head where the wick is. Because right, that's probably why you made the hole was so to have some like wait. Yeah, like well, it would also still like light blast. up. Yeah, you don't want to survive that. Because, I mean, if you just lay directly on it, probably it's going to, like, go out in your hair, but maybe not. I don't know. It seems like I would want it separate from my head, but just a little bit, like, a tiny bit of distance. I would definitely want it to kill me. Yeah. So, I guess that's that's how he did it. A man, possibly with a wife and kids, who had just moved to town a month prior, Decided one day to, I don't know, go lay on some railroad tracks. He was very insistent on laying on the railroad tracks, and this was because he wanted, like, the train to basically kill him. Took four dudes to pull him off the track. Four. Four. After which he was never seen again. Yeah, just disappeared. Just disappeared. It's like, I wonder, like, how many times those guys were just like, man, whatever happened to that guy? (laughs) Right. Well, probably not many because there is all the other crazy shit going on all the fucking time. A young boy went to a hypnotist and was left unable to speak above a whisper for 16 months. I mean, that's just something that could possibly happen, I guess. Yeah, I mean, people do crazy shit under hypnosis. That's why I went like none of that. Yes. I do not want to be hypnotized no. at all ever because I'm just I'm not giving up that control to somebody and... Although I could think of a few people who I would like to not be able to speak above a whisper for about 16 months or so. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's only really loud people in life because you can't shut people up now, like on social media or anything like that. You can block them. You can. Or you can unfollow. That's yes. always an option. Yes. Unfollowing is an option. Yes. What do you know about the group of people that were running around slashing the throats of cows? I don't know anything about them. That's all I know about it, is that there was a group of people doing that. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. There was also a rumor about the guy that, you know, with, that burned his farm, the, the Satan guy. Yeah, oh yeah. Killed all the chickens. That it was actually this group of people that killed all his chickens. Oh. And that he was convinced it was the work of Satan, and so that's why he lit his farm on fire. I see. And then once he burned it all down, they came and, like, scavenged everything. As one yeah. does, I guess. When you live with a pack of people, like, wild in the woods, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How, I'm not quite sure what was going on with that. A roving band of humans. Just, yeah. Drifters in this town don't befriend a drifter in Black River Falls. One drifter was taken in and fed by a family. At the dinner table, he pulled out a gun and shot himself in the neck. Did he die? It didn't specify. I'm imagining, yes. That would be pretty horrifying. Although it's better than, you know, pulling out a gun and shooting the people who are feeding you. 
Well, but how fucked up is that? That funny you should say that. Yeah, I know that happened too. So I'm like, oh, this is the one where he just killed himself in front of others. Yes, so there's the other so, one where they went to sleep and then mm-hmm. he killed them and then himself. A woman went into a panic, ran into the woods, and attempted to strangle herself with a towel. Some of these I just, I saw like a list and I couldn't find names or other instances of the story. Yeah, like I was saying, I think a lot of people's sources is, it's the book and the documentary because there's really not a whole lot out Else, there. Yeah. I didn't find anything with actual names and dates that wasn't in the documentary. I didn't right, find anything right. outside of the documentary. Like additional information. And I think, yeah, because a lot of it's just not online. Well, These a lot articles. of it is actually behind a paywall. I oh, found that I could okay. get some old, I could look at old articles from the Badger if I, or the Badger banner, if I were to pay like X amount of money and I just didn't. Yeah. Because we I, don't have that kind of money to spend yeah. just right at this moment. Uh, it, w- it would be great to, you know. Yeah, but I just didn't I do yeah. that. But <laughs> and it's possible. I don't. I actually don't know how much it costs. I mean, it would be possible. It'd be something to look into. Like, oh, you know, look at old newspaper articles. If it right, if you could do it, ended up being something in all that was, states or something. That would oh no, cool. that's what it was. That it was, was, it was oh, it was, okay. It was statewide. It's possible worldwide. I don't really well, know. When you think about it, it costs a lot of man hours to. They already put in a lot of man hours putting it all on microfiche. Oh yeah, which is for anyone that's like younger than us. You ever see a movie with a scene where they're like running through something on a like a projector screen all fast? Oh the yeah, TV and it's like doo, 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 doo. yeah, it's it's little films, it's stretches of actual plastic celluloid film that they've taken pictures of stuff and whatever. And the the, the actual gets- newspaper they have put it onto microfiche, and then you view it like all blown up on like a machine that just kind of spools it. Yeah, basically, it's the same way a movie works, but it's still pictures. Yeah, so, I mean, it it took a lot of time to do that, and then to have everything on microfiche and get it published online, that's also a lot of manos. I can see why they might want some compensation for that. And uh, you can usually get that shit for free at your local library, but your local library isn't going to have stuff Right, like ours in Seattle isn't going to have shit from Wisconsin. Yeah, we can It'll find just out have the stuff, stuff from, from Seattle. Seattle, eighteen ninety, which would be probably pretty interesting. I'm sure it would, but yeah, we couldn't. We wouldn't be able to do it in other places. It's only locally. Yeah, exactly. And We'd have to go to that place or know man, someone in that place. The library system is really great. I don't utilize it at all, hardly anymore, but I still love it. Imagine where we would be in life without libraries. Not as far as we are. People would simply walk into the woods and calmly freeze to death. Yeah. They just sort of walk off and die. Yep. I guess when you're completely fucked, what else are you going to do? I mean, shit. Well, there's there's a Ms., Mrs. Ira Ames. She walked out into the cold, wandered out into the cold, and froze to death. She also died of starvation, too, kind of. Like, she was also starving. Right. And I guess, like, the husband was just off doing... Fucking around. Fucking around. And, like, the wife and kids are at home, cold and starving. And one of the kids had, like, just died a couple of days before, probably from starvation. So then she just, like, walked out and 
Just walked off. Froze to death. I'm officially froze to death, but probably she was compromised because of starvation. She yeah. Probably just know, walked until she literally quickly. couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was there was another there was another woman who had just lost a child like two years before. And they never do give the first name of the women usually. It's it's Mrs. Oh so right. So. Well. so this one in particular was Mrs. Fritz Ambroster or Embroster. And she actually stripped down naked and walked out into the cold. Oh, so she was and, yeah, she was serious. Yeah, she was until trying she to get this over quick. Yeah, so she it wouldn't take long, really. She was pretty young, but she had lost her her kid like two years prior. Yeah, and just never been the same since. So yeah, she just stripped down and walked outside one night. And even though there were, I mean, there were people who were starving and walking off to just die in the wilderness. There were also people who would just allow themselves to starve to death with a homes filled with food. That's pretty crazy. That's fucking crazy. Why would you do that? Because you just wanted to hide. Like, I don't know. Like I From mean, starvation? I don't know. Maybe it was some religious thing. Maybe. Pretty hardcore about that sometimes. That's true, yeah. Maybe they were fasting because Satan had taken over them too, but that just didn't make it into the paper. <laughs> Possibly. But they probably thought it, and so the only way to get rid of him was to leave all their food out for him and deny it themselves, I guess. I don't know. Deny it sounds it as good an yeah. idea as any. <laughs> a man asked what time it was and then walked into a bar and drank himself to death. The lethal dose of alcohol for a non-alcoholic, is between 0.35 and 0.5% blood alcohol content, which breaks down to, over a three- to four-hour period, around nine shots for a 120-pound, 54-kilogram woman, or 15 shots for a 160-pound man, 73 kilograms. I don't like the thought of how close I've been to alcohol poisoning in my youth. I don't know if the gender actually matters or not. And now these are for people who aren't even who are who are rarely drinking or it says non-alcoholic i think they're using alcoholic in the very loose term like mm-hmm. you drink with any sort of habit you're technically an alcoholic oh okay i gotcha so these are for people who don't drink at all like if i was to decide to drink that much like now because yeah i basically don't drink exactly like once every like three months or something yeah you yeah. if you took nine shots and you could probably be you'd probably just you know, I'd be puking be before puking. I got yeah. to nine shots. I can guarantee you yeah. that. <laughs> Apparently, a man walked into the same bar and ate cigar, oh, cigar butts until butts. he died. I don't know. I mean, like, I guess it just depends on Nicotine how you eventually will kill die. You. Nicotine will kill you. Um, you could probably choke on it, too. God knows easily. what's in those 1800s, 1900s uh. cigars. Probably they're better for you than the ones being made now, actually. Probably, but just, ugh. Like, just gross. Same bar. A man walks in, orders a drink, pulls out a gun, and kills himself. Well, I'm thinking it might have been the only bar. Yeah, I'm there. thinking that's probably the case. Because <laughs> it seems like there are awfully unlucky things going on there, but probably because it's the only one. Unless there was some bar like across the street where like nothing bad ever happened, and then everyone's right. just like, "Dude, why do you go drinking at Skips? Like, it's like just, don't go there. Like, that place, all the fucked up shit happens yeah. there." 
A woman, thinking that she was being stalked by devils, took her three children oh. to Lake St. Croix and drowned them one by one. That's so awful. That's Each the child worst. watching as she drowned the one before. This is awful. Why wouldn't you get the fuck out of Dodge? Because she probably did the oldest ones first. Oh, yeah, probably. That's how you do it. That's how that uh, mom in Texas did it who had, like, the five kids. Because yet you get the, the one that's going to resist you the most and can get away the quickest. I you do see. that first, and then the other ones are just sitting there watching in terror, not knowing what's going on. But Or what to do. Yeah. I see, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. You do that. You do it from oldest to, oldest to youngest. I see. Fucking sick. And the dad, like, went out and he found two of them, but not... Not all didn't find the th- yeah. didn't find the third body, but Ugh. Lena Watson gave birth to an illegitimate child and then choked it to death. Wow. Although I s- can see that as being a relatively frequent occurrence back in the day. Well, but... the, there's the dude, the Dunn family, uh, the dad. They he was out getting drunk because his wife had just had a baby and had to have a couple drinks to celebrate. Yep. But he got so wasted, he came home and, uh, quote, seized the babe and dashed out his brains. So I'm imagining he, like, just grabbed it and smashed its head against... Like, what the fuck? Shit, yeah. How was that celebratory? And then the mom tried to, like, intervene, and he started choking her, and he didn't quite kill... He was, he was strangling her. She would have probably fucking killed her, but the neighbors, uh, you know, realized something bad was happening at this point, and... Stop the motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. But, uh Yeah, that's not, that's not good. No, that's not at all. A recently divorced man shot his ex-wife and her whole family in the middle of the crowded town square. Yep. And then a young man whose fiancé broke off their engagement shot her and then himself. And then she died and he lived, didn't he? Oh, possibly. Yeah, no, yeah, he shot her three times, and then he shot himself in the fucking head, but she didn't die right away, but she wasn't, the the newspaper article said she wasn't expected to live. Like, right. she was going to die, but the guy is going to make a recovery. What the fuck? Yeah. That's not... That's, that's just awful. That's not... There's no... Well, or maybe there is justice in that. Maybe. So, I mean... So, I mean, I would hope he has to go to prison even with his terrible head injury yeah and if uh, i would i would imagine so or better yet the asylum yeah probably senator ash mendota mendota good old mendota speaking of suicides there was one at mendota was it a girl whose fiance had or who like Broke up with her fiancé or something? Yeah, and you know who that girl is? Who is that girl? Lena Watson. Oh, that was Lena she Watson. She only just arrived at Mendota, you know, because of the whole baby choking yeah. incident. Yeah, and then... So she hung herself there. Wow. But, yeah, un- unhappiness over a love affair was how it was quoted. I see. So maybe what the whole deal the was was... Cause. Some guy knocked she, her up. She, she had the baby. She was going to marry him. Or thought that they were going to get married. I'm, I'm sure it was a more like thought they were going to get married because he probably fucking told her that. Or... And he probably wanted to get laid for a mm-hmm. few few more times. Yeah. And then she has a baby, an illegitimate baby, which is just kind of like not done at that time. Well, and it's her fault. Of course. Obviously, it's Obviously. her fault. Fucking. I don't know if you guys know women. this, but it's the sins. women's fault. Yep. 
men we it's we totally just can't blameless. help it yeah can't that's help just it. that's just how you are it's just how we are and it's us that should know better you should know better and <laughs> it's it's your skin that drives drives us crazy yep. you need to cover your skin and i mean we're just good and it's your it's, right. it's you guys making us bad right absolutely so yeah she gets to mendota hangs herself and hangs herself there's a man named jason isaacson and he was on his way to Mendota on the train, <laughs> accompanied by two uh, officers. But I think they worked for the hospital, <laughs> right? And, Recruitment officers. And he was he was being sent off to the mental asylum because of like he was a religious fanatic. He was another person who you know probably like Satan was possessing him too, or his That's, farm. Yeah, or that seemed whatever. to happen a lot. And Satan he, is fucking busy. I know. Like, how do you have so much time, Satan? I know he's got. I mean, he's got excellent all time torture. management skills. That's yeah. <laughs> Say what you will about the Prince of Darkness. He's excellent time management skills. I could really learn a lot from him. <laughs> you definitely could, as far as time management is concerned. Oh my gosh! Show me the way. He was bound at the hands and feet and jumped off the moving train. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And still managed to kind of like beat up the two officers. I mean, they had a really hard time finally subduing him, which probably involved like a big club or something at the time. Bound hand and foot. Bound hand and foot. To quote the article, it said he imagined he was being taken to hell. I'm like, well, probably he was imagining right. Like, I he's not <laughs> yeah. wrong here. He's not at all wrong, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Blame his religious fanaticism however much you want. I, you know, you, yeah, you are being taken to hell. Mendota. Hell. Any asylum at a time. Yeah. There were no, like, good ones. I mean, maybe, like, one or two for really rich people and oh, i'm sure shit probably happened yeah, there too. i don't even yeah I, t t maybe well, may i mean maybe if you were rich you just had somebody that like took care of you you, you were like up in an attic somewhere and you had some sort of caretaker probably you didn't you, have you to weren't go in any an place. asylum yeah yeah no good no good at all medicine just bad old medicine Old medicine. It's actually newer than a lot of things. Yes. When you think about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Although, I mean, we, we've we made some really... It's like technology. We've made some leaps and bounds in a fairly short amount of time. Oh, yeah. But there was like a whole long time where it just totally sucked ass. It was... It wasn't like... Torture. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, like medieval at that point but it still was nowhere near it wasn't modern today's. it wasn't modern at all they weren't like here's some leeches they were like here's some morphine now here's some leeches <laughs> so you know i mean at least that much had improved yeah if you were lucky you could get some pain relief hopefully it didn't kill you or you didn't become terribly addicted <laughs> yeah. to it. But if you did, you could just buy it at the store. So. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Horribly addicted to morphine? No problem. Buy some at the corner store. Yep. It's basically like being a smoker today. Like, it, yep. that, that's how it was. Yep. 
Any more stories to share from the... I am out of wonderful stories from the old Black River Falls. I believe I am too. I did get a couple little facts. I looked at the census information. Okay. So in 1890, 2,261 people. It's not a lot. 1,900, because the census happens like every like 10 years. Yeah. The 1900 census had 1,938. Oh. So in 10 years, the population had decreased by, you know, 300. 300 and change, yeah. 300 and change people. And I'm feeling like not a lot of that was all moving. That was probably just all the fucked up shit happening out there over that (laughs) 10 years. A lot of those people were in the asylum, so they weren't throwing out the census. As of 2010, because it's just now 2020. Yeah. So the last census was 2010, and it was 3,622. Oh, wow. It hasn't grown a huge amount. Small town. It is still a small town. But for all intents and purposes, it's not... It's not cursed anymore. It's not cursed anymore. There was a murder in, like, 1989 I saw a headline about that, yeah, there, like, there's recently... Like one or, there's one or two probably in, like, the last... Yeah, but a couple it's of decades. I mean, it's not no different than right any place. Most places. I mean, there's the there's hardly that, any places that where like no murder occurs at all. There's the, just somewhere it's very rare. The town that Joanna and I grew up in, there has been like two murders. I right. think, yeah, maybe three. And I think one of those was our teacher, not our te- old teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, that we talked about in the DB Cooper episode. But another one was a guy robbing a store that got shot so not really a murder but still kind of i mean a guy got killed uh yeah death by gun uh yeah gun death violent death but but still that was more of a yeah more of a self-defense scenario mm -hmm. however not much so yeah not a lot of murder yep not a lot of murder going on what do you think was going on those 10 years do you think it was Satan? I don't think it was <laughs> Satan. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. It could have been some sort of, I mean, like ergot is something that gets tossed around a lot whenever there's any sort of mass hysteria thing. Mm-hmm. It could have just been the area. Just maybe it was on the way to some place. And so people were just stopping by and going crazy. I don't know. It seems like a lot of people were going there. Yeah. It was a tour or it was a it was a, a place to go live. I mean, it was still like a very vi- America's still a very violent place to live to this day, but back then it was that way as well. I think it's just that this stood out because it's a small town. Like that's and that's it was not so like it's, weird. it's not like it's in New York where there's just crime all over the place. Like this is a this is not a big community. And all the shit that was so weird. It was just so right. weird. It was. And it, so many people were being carted off to the fucking mental house. Oh, my God. I mean, it was just. It's wild. Like, it why was. is this happening? It, I I don't know. It, it could have been ergot. Like, maybe the, the meager food supply was just molding. And so people were tripping. Could be. Could maybe. Be tripping balls. Hunger I, does crazy shit to you. Maybe they were going crazy from hunger. Who knows? Well, 
I can't imagine. I mean, the winners there just must have sucked so much ass. Oh, yeah. Like, I know how fucking fucked up I start to feel just out here. And it's not even that harsh, but just the darkness. Oh, but and imagine I mean, you're living this rough life. Got like no fucking heat. You could live by candlelight. Yeah, it's yeah. But just, if you, you got to think about it also. We're living vastly different lives. You have way more time than a person back then. Way more time. Right. If, so that makes that makes it easier to be depressed, you're saying? If you I mean, they have less hand? time to focus on it. I guess so. They're but too still, busy I mean, still just, just trying. I mean, it's yeah, not but easy, I mean, but... Can you imagine just how much you might might just tune out and just, like, lose your shit? Just, like, grinding through every fucking day just to fucking survive to the next? And not even know you're crazy until you've strangled your baby or... Right. You've got four dudes pulling you off a train track or something? I I I feel like it was... the fa- Yeah, everyone's poor. Not a lot of resources. It's harsh living, and probably the diphtheria. Oh yeah, killing all the kids. I mean, that didn't help the morale. I'm sure when all the children die, there's just no real hope for the future, right? Yeah, like fuck. Maybe the reason there were so many people being carted off to the asylum was because. They were sick of working so hard. Well, yeah, they were like, I don't know, saying. drug just, me up, give me a roof, feed me. I think people just, it was like a whole lot of people just reaching their breaking point because of just a lot of circumstances. And I think there's something to be said about mass hysteria, like well, with yeah. all the Satan stuff. And I mean, I mean, for one thing, people were a lot more religious collectively. Like we still have plenty of people out there mm-hmm. who are very religious but it was you know everybody oh yeah and i mean i think i did pose a question when we did our fully i do episode when does it actually like what's the number of people that it becomes mass hysteria right and did it start out as something just like that Mm Hmm. and i feel like i don't know maybe it's just some sort of like collective mass hysteria but not just not in like an acute way, just to where a lot of people just lost their shit left and right. I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, they, I don't know. I feel like people like collectively in like my circle of people, like will go through times where everyone's just being fucking awful. And everyone's just so upset about the events of the world that are out of their control. And I know it's, it's a whole different thing than what they got going on, but uh, yeah, you know, some, you, just kind of like as a community, you can just kind of like maybe collectively just watch just people start, lose their shit. Just watch over... people lose their shit, and then eventually it just gets so shitty for you that you're just like, you know, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just gonna start fucking smashing windows all over the goddamn place because I've just fucking had enough. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna cause over a million dollars in window damage because fuck this, and give me some blow. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you could just buy that too. Yeah, right. You're <laughs> fine. Like, oh, I'm going to calm my nerves a little bit. Getting some blow and smashing the shit out of things. But today, Black River Falls is a nice place. It is, so... There's stuff to do. There's not a lot of murder. There's not a lot of insanity. Uh, There's more mental facilities, so if you do need some help, you don't have to go to the asylum. You can go to a counselor. There's many, many counselors in the area. Well, that's Therapists, psychiatrists. It's a good mental health area. Yeah, well, 
I'm glad. I'm glad that it's a nice place to live now and that, yes. you know, people aren't that unhappy. But yeah, that's that's my best guess as to why so many people seem to be unhappy and a little homicidal and um, suicidal and, yeah. uh, you know, just at the very least, just totally like lo- having a fucking psychotic break, you know, like they're fucking cattle or fucking possessed by Satan. I mean, <laughs> right. no, oh, I'm sorry, the cattle, that was witches. Whatever. Excuse me, witches. The chickens were Satan, which I kind of believe. <laughs> a little bit, maybe. <laughs> well, I think that has been it for our episode on Black River Falls, Wisconsin. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year, and thank you very much for listening. Looking forward to another year. Another year of some insanity. Yeah. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash stranger than podcast, and donate some cash for ad-free episodes and a bonus episode every month. You can check out the tiers there. The rest of our social media information you can see in the podcast notes along with our sources. And so with that, I guess we'll talk to you next time. And stay strange. <laughs>